Welcome to the Messianic Media Podcast, a discussion of Messianic, Christian, and secular artistic works with David and Mark. Welcome to the Messianic Media Podcast, a discussion of Messianic, Christian, and secular artistic works with David and Mark. Today we're talking about the Veggie Tale episode titled Esther, the Girl Who Became Queen. It came out in 2000 as part of a direct-to-video release. Do you think you saw it in, in the year 2000, Mark? Actually, I probably was pretty close to the year 2000. Yeah, uh, I liked the Josh and the Big Wall Veggie Tales and the toy that saved Christmas and another... Um, the Rack Shack and Manny, the you know the story of Rack Shack, uh, Meshack and Abednego, uh, Rack Shack and Abed. Um, so I liked those ones, and then my friend had had this one on tape, and she recommended it to me, and I kind of I wasn't as interested <laughs> because it was about a you know a girl looked like a girl story, and then but then I I did uh, catch it not too long after that probably so maybe two thousand two or two thousand one at the latest. For me, it's probably seen some uh through you know shabbat school you know equivalent of sunday school um babysit younger kids or something this one too don't remember what i what i saw i couldn't quite label it like i think i saw something with uh larry boy i seem to remember Uh i think i've seen the you know the pirates who didn't didn't don't do anything song Um, Uh and i don't know what that was that was part of and then hairbrush song and stuff like that. Like I yes. think I remember some of this, a few of the songs, but then I don't. I don't think I'd seen the episode, but not remarkable enough that I, I would have remembered it if I had seen it. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'd seen some uh, McGee and Me as a kid, like a. Wow! Nice. But I think it, it was Veggie Tales was like a little too late for for me. Um, which was your favorite McGee and me? I think I remember one where there was like the only one I remember was like, there was, I think you thought there was a scary neighbor, but it turned, the neighbor turned out to be just a, nor- a normal old guy. Like now that I think of it, it might've been a rip off of to kill the mockingbird. No, I was thinking it's a rip off of uh, home, alone. home alone. Oh yeah. I think later, you know, like in recording this episode, I actually, I went and watched uh, veggie tales, two of the movies i watched the pirates who don't do anything and uh jonah oh okay which of those did you watch first i watched uh pirates is a little slow but how uh, how was jonah i like i like jonah especially though well, what do you think of jonah yeah i mean jonah was better yeah pirates is real slow i think i i like the premise a little like i think the story on paper was a little yeah. more interesting than the Jonah story as, as far as that. Um, yeah. You were with, with Jonah though. You have to watch, watch it with the director's commentary. Did you, did you listen? Did you listen to that? Yeah. Listen to that. Yeah. I was going <laughs> to, I was going to mention that. Yeah. Cause um, I looked up information online and people were talking about that. So that was where <laughs> the characters talking about that in, in person. Like this, this this thing this movie was entirely funded by Krispy Kreme. Do you remember? 
Do you remember when we ate, went and ate the Krispy Kreme yeah. <laughs> on that Saturday morning? <laughs> I think it was just like improv or something because they were like setting each other up pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. Talking about getting kicked out of Saturday Night Live and <laughs> how it was a better, better looking, like they did a better looking water movie than Finding Nemo. Um, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Finding Nemo looks amazing. Yeah. They, I think Jonah though, at the time though, they did pretty, they did a pretty good job of capturing water. Yeah, and then Veggie Tales, you know, is it's kind of an interesting market. Like same thing as the Guinea, where they it's direct to consumer. They don't have to sell a lot, but then they'll, you know, they'll sell them directly to, I imagine, Sunday schools or maybe Christian schools. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting with it being real early, you know, pretty early in computer graphics, you know, you know, they did it. They only did a couple TV length movie or episodes per year. You know, the characters are all right. And I think, and I bet you that, you know, being VeggieTales is part of like, like real cheap to animate those characters, you know? Yes. They don't have arms and legs and only, they only have hair when it's, when it's necessary (laughs) as in, you know, Esther, you know? Right. Because even 2000 is, you know, it's a full seven years after they came out with the first, uh, with their first cartoon. I think some of the settings look, you know, look better than some of the earlier settings, like yeah. the like the city and like like some of the quick, just like let's go through the Persian. In the movies, they they had bigger set pieces. As far as the episode itself, I think it it had a good pace, a, you know, a twenty minute episode versus a two hour movie, and I think the. Esther's story is felt about the right length of time for this, for the story of Esther. Yeah, I thought so too. Yeah, it feels it's like the 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 beats are all the they kind of match. Well, first it's a short chap it's a short book in the Bible. It's ten chapters, but you know chapters in the Bibles can be pretty short. You know Esther's you know part of that is the focus of the holiday of Purim, and with Purim. You know, well-known tradition is is putting on a, a Purim play where you uh-huh. tell a story. And, and so they do that instead of reading from the book of Esther. Or you might, or it might be kind of a hybrid where you read some and act out some. Yeah. But I think towards the end, they you can skip a little bit of the book, like to keep it short. But then the plays, if I'm thinking about the plays, I'd say somewhere 20 to 40 minutes is about the same length. It might be a little more detailed than the uh, Veggie Tales episode that we watched. You know, there wasn't a ton of detail. I don't think there were details that were necessarily cut for time. Um, mm. There certainly were details that they changed to make it a, a Veggie Tale story. Um, <laughs> yeah, so like the the opening with the the first queen, who's the, you know the king's upset with her because she doesn't want to make him a sandwich in the middle of the night. <laughs> And uh, and the the biggest one being the uh, instead of the pun- the main punishment being death, you know, it's banishment to the island of perpetual tickling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, those those are two things that I that I really liked. I thought those were both pretty funny. The Book of Esther doesn't mention God. Um, I, I believe it's one of those books where it's like you you notice the hand of God working, and it's car- and it's like Mordecai talking about talking about it like maybe you've been here for such a time as this um 
but uh but in, and then in this veggie tales though they do they do say um the name they do say god a few times um the lord you know lord is working he's appointing and then um they they never actually say like you know hebrews or jew jewish um family in in uh in the movie but they they say like our family my family so they refer to refer to them that way that's a good point and i don't think it yeah i don't think it that's a nice way i think and fine with that simplifying the story for kids you know i think if you know a synagogue or shabbat school like you'd say that you know the hebrews is part of it but i think that adds stuff for the kids and then it wasn't really a stretch to say the word god like i think you know when they say it doesn't really mention the the word of god like it i think it's it's still implied with stuff you know you know um so they were yeah. really adding that much to it yeah yeah definitely it's definitely i mean it's kind of like esther's a little bit i was as i was watching this version i kind of thought about uh like the moses story a little bit but like you know daniel nehemiah all, a, a lot of people being raised up to to high high positions in order to speak truth to those in power the message of the lord basically to say to save the people yeah there were a couple songs which um yeah i didn't really care for those songs on that they're a little too serious like they were just kind of serious songs and they didn't have uh they were just kind of adequately sung there wasn't anything extra on that there's a funny moment early on you know when they're choosing the new queen and um and you know, it's like a talent show competition in order to choose the new queen. And that's how Esther gets it. And she sings the song, her her grandmother. And I liked that song. But when it's like just Esther by herself, I understand why they had her singing it for dramatic purposes. But yeah, it's, just, it's just a little slow that's and good. long. But, but, you know, it's, but I think possibly that's what they wanted to have the spiritual message in there, you know. And I actually, it's the song's still in my head a little bit because I watched it pretty recently. Yeah, it was better when it came back on, on that. You know, uh, like the you know the clue, the clueless uh, king. That was that was pretty funny, especially with the with the piano hanging over the cake. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Where you didn't notice that there there was that, and then he's confused on why there's a a piano on the cake. Yeah, <laughs> I just came over here to eat this cake. Why is there a piano on the cake? I think that's a common uh, character. Um, like the a, king. Yeah, it's kind of a, a recurring one. He's Nebuchadnezzar in in Rackshack and Benny. He's he's a little bit more likable in uh, in Rackshack and Benny as the king. Uh, his you know, he's like, you must bow down to me or eat the chocolate bunny, you know, or you will be thrown into the fire. But in this one, he's just kind of like, like, as you said, a clueless king, a bit goofy. It's mostly um, Heyman who's scheming against Mordecai. Uh, Bob the tomato is not, is, isn't in, doesn't seem to be that much, you know? Yeah. Yeah, he isn't at all, right? It's like you see him in the opening logo, you know. Even Larry too. Larry's just a small little role. Yeah. Uh, he's like a scribe. I liked him. 
pronouncing Gannat. Um, <laughs> joke on that. And he had a, a wagon that that was basically a car. Uh, that was that was <laughs> funny. Yeah. It's Mr. Lent. It was interesting. This one has like a little voiceover and it's like and it looks a little bit like a mob movie, like a like a gangster movie. American Italian accent on that. The Heyman character is, you know, is like this scheming, you know, guy in the shadows. Mordecai's role was was interesting too. He kind of he's just kind of in the sideline, but then he keeps stepping out, you know, from the shadows to kind of talk to Esther. Like his role in the in the original story, I don't know if is if that's as clear in this version. Uh, in terms of like the way he encourages Esther, I thought that was pretty well done in this one. I like that there's when they're drinking from soda cups, uh, the cups have cuneiform writing on the side. Ah, nice. There's a Grim Reaper that takes you know <laughs> taking, uh, aim into the um, to the island of perpetual ticking and tickling, tickling, yeah. yeah. And he's he's holding a feather instead of a scythe. <laughs> He's tickling. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny. It's funny because it's like such dramatic music, and then, and then the image is just really funny. <laughs> like he looks, he looks dramatic. He looks really, uh, like scary. But then they add that little feather, <laughs> and the feather makes it so, so absurd. Yeah. And the yeah. character's like, no. <laughs> Is is an interesting end on the video and the voiceover talks to the like it talks to the audience. Like Esther was a regular kid, just like you. Yes. Yeah, she looks like she looks at the camera. Yeah, it's definitely this is definitely for kids. Yeah. You know. And I would think like, you know, somewhere between the ages of um I don't know. Well just elementary age. Yeah. Elementary age kids. I'd agree on that. You know, it's like it, or there's some like extra gags and stuff like it, but and it doesn't. I don't. It doesn't really work. It's a deeper story in any of that stuff. Like when I was in uh, in a high schooler, I liked VeggieTales like semi ironically, and like there was, you know, like there were some Monty Python references, and like this one, there's like, like I, I'm guessing the the kids in the room don't know who the who the Jacksons are, but there's like. You know references to like Michael Jackson and Tito Jackson and Janet Jackson, <laughs> like in the little playing cards that that um, that uh, Heyman and and the King are are using. Yeah. But but that's like that's like that's just about it. And maybe like some of the mob the mob movie references. But yeah, it's for the it's for the younger kids. An all right episode, an all right version of the story of Esther. You know. Yeah. I guess you were aware of the story of, of Esther growing up and like, like would it occasionally be part of a sermon series or something like that? Yeah, not, I don't think there's necessarily enough on it that's where it's taught. Um, like I've, I've only in my lifetime probably read through the, the book probably around three times, you know, the whole thing, reading the whole thing. I think the whole story kind of works well you know and it's better if you read the whole thing um and there's a lot of irony 
like in the story in the storytelling itself uh, you know for if this year you know i definitely want to reread it and I'd adopt the jewish tradition of rereading it for the irony of um the king asking him and what he should do to honor his his trusted servant and then and then having Haman uh, honor Mordecai, you know, his enemy. Like that's legitimately funny. Like it's it's funny in the in the cartoon, but it's I'd say it's actually even funny in the original Bible section. Like I I like yes. that. Yeah. You know, not don't just give him a card. Yeah. <laughs> Have a big parade for him. And it's not even you know, necessary for the story as, as far as a storytelling element, you know, but it's an interesting extra element and, you know, obviously all that stuff could have happened. You know, there, I think there's kind of some debate on the history, the historical accuracy of this, you know, you mean of um, like Haman's story. Yeah. If the story of Esther and Haman and Mordecai actually happened. Um, Oh, really? Yeah. um, I think there's, but I guess that's kind of how it is with a lot of Bible stuff, you know. There's at least uh, some historical context for the, like the kings and, and ranges on that. Like, there's nothing that would um, necessarily rule it out right away. Um, like when people look at, you know, myths and stuff like that. Like, if there's like tropish elements, then it's like you start to question it, or you know, or if its primary oh, okay. purpose is to serve as allegory, you know. It's like, you know, you wonder if it, if it happened, you know. It could be like, just like, you know, real storytelling. And then you highlight ironic elements, you know, and you cut out some of the other, some of the other stuff. But there, there's, there's plenty of irony in real life, though. <laughs> you just look at American, American politics <laughs> yeah. over the course of, uh, you know, a couple of years. You know, there's plenty of irony in any of those in any of those wise guys. I think this one's pretty solid. Uh, Jonah's probably like has the best production value, but it's a little long. As an introduction, one of these shorter ones is is pretty good. I liked Josh and the Big Wall. It has some little some funny side stories too. Or Rack Shake and Bangin', he's also pretty fun. If somebody didn't like just really I don't wanna if they thought they didn't really want to read, and they or they were like confused of what was going on in the in the story of Esther, and they wanted to watch this as like a companion piece to the actual text, it's a good introduction. Where like whereas Jonah, like it would be faster to read the story than to watch the movie. Yeah. <laughs> whereas this one, you could probably it's like the same amount of time, or possibly just a little faster to watch the movie. CD or some of the silly videos um, are are good um, on their own. Maybe even better as songs and videos as Christian kids programming. I think it's pretty good. Um, yeah. Okay. Maybe well, we can go back and watch McGee and Me sometime yeah. and review one of those. <laughs> tie it into any other tie that into any Jewish holidays. Uh, I wonder if there's <laughs> special McGee and Me. Like y'all, <laughs> you know. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, the great skate adventure or whatever skate skate oh, expectations. Yeah, the, the skate skate expectations. That's the one. That's that. That's the one that I really remember. That's probably my favorite. You know. 
I like the Christmas one. And then, um, and then there was a really, it was kind of weird. Um, he had a friend who was in Jurassic Park. Do you remember that? Yeah. The, um, the, um, there was a friend who appeared in some of the later Begin Me episodes. And that was the, the kid at the beginning of Jurassic Park who, um, who Grant like frightens, you know, at the Velociraptor dig. <laughs> that actor, okay. that actor was in at least, <laughs> at least one or two Begin Me movies. If you want to get in touch with us, it's messianicmedia at gmail.com, um, facebook.com slash messianicmedia. You can let us know what video tales episodes you, you guys like. Cool. Thank you for listening. Happy Purim. What's the greet? Is there any greeting you do for? Uh, yeah, we could say or Hoxamayox, I guess just happy, which is happy holidays. Yeah, cool. Hoxamayox. Thank you for listening to the Messianic Media Podcast a discussion of Messianic, Christian, and secular artistic works.